0: What if every experience, every hardship, every obstacle was given to you, not to break you, but to mold you and strengthen you? What if the center of your suffering was actually the key to ultimate health? And what if your own pain was meant to be the catalyst for your greatest purpose? Welcome to Buddha Belly Life, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome. Well, that's pretty amazing. So, um, you... Use that like many of us do. Purpose from pain. I love talking about creating purpose from pain. I, I personally think that when we tap in and we use our, I, I think, I think our pain and our obstacles are given to us for a reason. Um, so that we grow, so that we change. And then a natural side effect once we go through something is to want to share it with others. And that, also tends to empower us to keep going in that journey. When we, we, we've shared and put into someone else that thing. Now we walk it a little taller, um, ourselves because it's accountability and it's, it just empowers you, you know, on purpose. So what, ta- I mean, tell me what you cultivated from this thing. So what's interesting to me is you were six months into health coaching when you, You were still drinking six months in health. Did you ever feel like hypocritical or embarrassed?
1: Yes, (laughs) Yes, totally. And, you know, I went to, in my first book, in A Happier Hour, I talk about, I went to a, um, a few events and, you know, I would go... To all my events with my corporate friends and we would drink like crazy. And then I would go to, I had started going to these events with my health coaching friends and they had never seen me drink. Whereas my other friends had never seen me sober. And so it was just this strange thing where worlds were colliding. You know, I started to feel like I'm such a hypocrite. Like I don't, I'm putting on two different shows here and this is just crazy
0: yeah oh like two different personalities right (laughs) exactly (laughs) I guess uh um so when you did your um so at what point did you I'm guessing you were just you were health coaching at the time but you didn't really niche down until you started this journey so how did it I, and I'm I'm pretty, conv, like, I'm all about niching down and then niche down some more. Um, and so how how did the process really, because sexy sobriety is kind of your main jam, correct me yes, if I'm wrong. Yes, it is. Yeah, so so tell us a little bit about that. Like, what did that actually look like? And what was it like, Cold. how far into your sobriety were you <laughs> when you really launched that?
1: I was only seven
0: months, which looking back now, I'm like. That's not, that's what? actually way longer. I'm the kind of person that would do it in like a month and a half and be like, <laughs> there's no turning back from this. Yes. <laughs> Buckle up,
1: babies. We're going yeah. in. Only one before. It was so nuts because like I I was at the time I was um, running a healthy recipe blog. And so I was had a mailing list for that. And so I was taking care of people that way and bringing out like um, healthy living and healthy eating uh, courses for them and, and um, had one-on-one clients that way. I was also... Providing, uh, business coaching to a bunch of health coaches through the school that I had graduated from. And so I was doing that as well, like many, um, calls per week with these groups of, of other health coaches, teaching them what I had done because I had started to see some success with my healthy recipe blog <laughs> and, and, and business there. And. I was then also, that turned me into doing some more business coaching for health coaches as well. So I was running a mailing list there as well. So I didn't really have time to do anything else, but something just was driving me to think what if I show other women what I've experienced in sobriety, like this is so life-changing for me and it could be for others as well. And so I started to come together with this idea and put out some feelers and see, would anyone be interested in this? And, you know, my love, uh, Dom, who's now my husband, he is a graphic designer and a web developer as well, which is very handy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, And so he sort of put together this landing page to see, to gather interest And it was just inundated with interest for uh, this sobriety program. And I was like, okay, well, I hadn't been able to find anything like it. Um, And so I was like, let me create. What I wish I had have found when I first stopped drinking, and so I did. And so for a little while there, I was running three different businesses because I was running the the healthy recipes, I was running and and coaches coaching programs, I was running the business uh, coaching, and then I was running the sobriety as well. And I just started to receive so much feedback that it was changing lives. Like people were just absolutely flawed with how different they felt, how their families were transformed as a result, how their careers were transformed. And so I was like, okay, I can't keep juggling all of these balls in the air because there's only one of me. (laughs) And so I'm going to have to choose. But I was really scared to go all in on the sobriety uh, coaching perspective because well, part of me was scared to let go of the other two businesses that had brought me to this point of, of kind of some success. But also I was scared of what if my name is forever tied to sobriety and I want to do something else? Or what if I actually want to drink in the future? You know, I was only a few months in, so I was like, I don't know, Is this where I want to sort of hold myself to account. And in the end, I was like, you know what? You just got to be brave, right? You just got to try something. And if it feels right, and if I'm listening to that voice within, which says, yeah, go for it, then this is the path that feels good to me. And so I have. And so I haven't looked back. It's been all brighty ever since.
0: <laughs> Do you have a desire for fulfillment? Does helping people tap into their own health mentally, emotionally, and physically fire you up? Do you believe in the impact of the gut microbiome on overall wellness? You may be an HWCA coach. For more info on our cutting edge health coach trainings, visit hwcacoach.com. I think life kind of carves us in that way too. It's like, you know, I feel like regard, you know, God or whatever, you know, whatever your, your beliefs are, you know, even they're not religious, like we are guided to be good contributors to this world to people and I, me not drinking is a public service like I can be funny i I mean there's all kinds of, I mean I can't even tell you how many great karaoke nights there were, especially between my husband and i like we both we both sang so we'd we'd you know one drink would turn into somehow at the karaoke place at two am on a date night you know and um but it was better for the world for us to be sober overall we are better contributors and so I feel like those obstacles would keep getting thrown at us even if they weren't instantaneous in the moment or even if it was a night where you just had you did just have a couple and you were okay with it and you put it away and you know those nights you're always sitting back going dang how yeah where did that one come from (laughs) you know maybe I'm getting good at things it finally happened (laughs) after 35 years I finally learned how to control alcohol I just needed to get to 35 It was that geriatric pregnancy I just went through. It was fine. It made me responsible with alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but but it's like you know i i think cultivating something like that i think what you what you made though is just so neat and that you did commit to it um a lot of people are too afraid to do that and because i coach coaches right because i'm helping them get their businesses going after they they're graduating and i f- i'm always like hey niche niche down and i feel like people are afraid to commit to things they're afraid to commit in public because they're afraid to fail um or to change their mind or whatever and i think that You know what would you say to that when people are afraid of that commit of commitments in general of of being associated with not drinking or um, something like that?
1: Yeah, and you know when it when it comes to making a commitment to something, especially like in business, I think it's it's always going to be scary. But if it if it feels right and you have evidence that it it's looking right that it's helping people, then. You know, I think you owe it to yourself to, to give it a try. I always love that saying that we can move 10 things forward one inch each, or we can move one thing forward 10 inches. And, you know, there's so much power behind really niching down and having a, a specific focus. It allowed me to be so much more helpful to people because I could go all in and I could really focus on the one thing rather than trying to run myself ragged and do a million things for, for everyone. And so, I think of. I think it's about being brave and taking a chance as well, like taking a leap of faith. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, no one's going to think badly of you if you then switch tracks after that, like if you then choose a different path after that. So I think there's nothing to be lost through giving something your all. And when I was wanting to stop drinking. This is something that was a driving force for me as well, because I felt like I had always half asked my, my way through life. Like I'd done well in, in exams and things, but not through any benefit of my own, not through any hard work, really. I was sort of like lucky, uh, you know, by chance. Mm -hmm. And then through career paths as well, I sort of fell ass over into each new career level. And, you know, when I, Stop drinking. I was like, I really want to see what it's like to, I want to find out what my true potential is of pouring myself completely into something. So that can be a good way to think about uh, any kind of commitment as well as like finding out what you're really made of because so much confidence comes from taking that action and really Mm -hmm. committing to something and finding that you are so much stronger and more capable than you ever believed possible. And, you know, when it comes to what other people think about you, um, not drinking, just remembering as well, like what what you were saying before, Britt, about there are different types of people who have different reactions to alcohol and that's all driven by their own relationship with alcohol. So any of their judgments say more about them than they do about you. Like if I know when I was drinking and someone wanted to stop, I was all up in their business you know like but why but but that's so boring but then every day will be a weekday you know like but that was because of my it's selfish re- yeah yeah <laughs> it's because yeah. of my relationship with alcohol I didn't want them to I didn't want to lose a drinking partner so I would give them grief and you know when you think about people who um have a very sort of take it or leave it relationship to alcohol who don't really care for drinking they don't care if you what's in your glass they care about you you're there the energy that you have nothing about like will you partake in this substance with me and so just keeping that in mind it says more about their relationship with alcohol than it does about you (laughs)
0: And and I and I feel like that's the same with like ambitions or business or anything. When people, you know, I see, you know, and you're like, I'm going to, you know, partake in this new endeavor, like the coaches do and things like that. You know, I'm going to start this thing. It means a lot to them. And they'll have people very close to them that'll nay say a lot, oh, well, what if this thing happens? And what if this and what? And they discourage. And it's like what you're saying. That's their limitations. That's their limiting beliefs. That is their fears. It's their discomforts. It, it, It is not part of your journey. You are the only part of your journey. Right,
1: yes, definitely. Other people's blocks and fears and stuff will always kick up, but you just have to listen to that voice within that, that tells you, Oh, I'm curious about this, I want to see what it's like to do this thing. Definitely,
0: thank you for joining us for another empowering episode of Buddha Belly Life. For more information on gut health and mindset resources, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com and remember, heal yourself and then empower others to do the same.